0: Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello, and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. I'm so glad that you're joining us on this journey of stories that shape us. Thank you so much. Today, I want to talk about, well, the way I decide on my topics is they usually come to me and this morning, this one came as I just was reflecting on this, the Christian community and women who experience or, or the, the experiences of abuse within the community. And I'm thinking about how sometimes the, the, the scriptures that I hear all the time that are used uh, to keep people in oppression, and just what from what I know about God, I know that that's not Him. And so, what 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 is happening, and what are some of the things that we can use to free people? So I was reflecting on this this morning, and this is what I'm going to be using throughout this week, uh, at least for the next couple of days, around forgiving your abuser. Uh, so today I'm doing, I'm just doing an overview on forgiving, forgiving those who abuse you And tomorrow i'm talking about how to forgive your abuser and some in three simple steps and on and then and so on throughout the rest of the week so but i want to read the scripture that really is is the hook of this for me and it's luke uh 20 luke 6 26 27 rather and 28 i'm going to read them from two different translations because i think it really pulls out what i'm trying to um my understanding of what I'm trying to use to free people from this verse. Um, So verse 27 from the uh, English standard version says, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Right. And the King James version, verse 27 says, bless them that curse you and pray for them, which despitefully use you. And I think some of the verse, uh, you know, go on to say other things around those that persecute you, and maybe not this verse, but say all manner of evil against you falsely. So if we look at this, we can see that there's so much going on that we should do good to those who love us, love our enemies, do, do do good to those who hate you, um bless those that curse you and pray for those who despitefully use you. So does that mean that you just allow the abuse to continue and allow people to continue to harm and persecute and abuse you? Is the Bible putting you in situations that are harmful or is there anything in the Bible that can set you free? If you know anything about me and about Wolves and Scars, you know that we use the word of God to set us free. We use the Bible to set us free because we don't think it, it keeps us in bondage. And what, what, does it, what, what are some of the things really mean and what does God require and who he is? And I always go from knowing his heart, knowing who he is, you, you know who somebody is by their character and this is completely against his character. And so, um, so some teach that it, it, it gives the abuser a pass and the victim all the work to do for change to occur. So, for example, and I know for many people who are victims of abuse, your abuser is not your enemy. Well, it didn't start out that way. And just for a lot, it's still not an enemy but it's somebody who, you know, to be harmful and therefore self-protection is needed and necessary. So, but, so can, can forgiveness stop them from hurting you? Mm, You will know that that's not true, that it can stop them from hurting you. Forgiveness certainly doesn't stop the pain when they've hurt you. And it has never stopped any abuser from stop abusing forgiveness right because forgiveness is not the problem because then if forgiveness was the thing that was going to stop the person from hurting you then you would be responsible for them hurting you and we know that that's not true that people are making a choice abusers are making a choice to abuse they will cajole you or persuade you or um, force you into accepting the meaning language they will use the meaning language to insult you into accepting them insulting you. They will tell you that if you were, you should toughen up, I'm just joking, Uh, and all the things that they say. So they will use the meaning language to get you to accept their demeaning language. So they're putting you in this defensive position Because they'll tell you that you're not Christian enough, or you're not strong enough, or you're too sensitive, or you're overly sensitive. And if you weren't overly those things, then you would accept their demeaning language. You would have accepted their insults. You would have accepted them manipulating and abusing you and controlling you. You would accept them speaking to you disrespectfully over and over and over again. You would accept them not showing any respect in the relationship and not accepting your boundaries. One of the things that I know women struggle with is what if I say no and they don't accept my no? And I said, your no is non-negotiable. But I know that there's a lot of work that needs to be done to get somebody to the place where they know that their no is non-negotiable. If you feel like you are in a relationship or whether it's a romantic relationship or whether it's your uh, interpersonal relationship, your friendship or work, and you feel powerless. You feel like you have no recourse. You don't have any rights to say no. You can't say no because sometimes the Bible is used against you to justify abusive language, to justify being demeaning and disrespectful and unkind. There is no way, nowhere in the Bible that suggests and I'm not a theologian I've always said that but there's no way we're in it that justifies that kind of behavior towards you so does the Bible set you up to get hurt no it doesn't does it have what it takes to set you free I believe it does and if you'll join me this week on the stories that shape us with Joanna Daniel then I'm going to talk about how to forgive your abuser while not exposing yourself to more harm because we can love people we can love people while not give them access to our lives. We can love our enemies, but our enemies don't have access to our lives to continually hurt us. We can do good to those who hate us, knowing that that's who they are, right? So we can know that that's who they are and not allow them the kind of access that will make their hatred hurt us, right? We can bless those that curse us, and we can pray for them that despitefully uses us. We don't have to do any of those things with proximity. We don't have to have them in our homes. Because if you know that somebody comes in your home and they struggle with stealing, you're gonna lock things up. You won't just leave them, leave them in your home and gone away for the weekend and go, you know what, I, I believe that I should look, I should love those who hate me and I should love my enemies and I should pray, bless those that curse me we wouldn't you wouldn't do that you would know that one it's not good for them because you know it's kind of leaving temptation in their path and two you're leaving yourself vulnerable and that's that wouldn't be wise so you wouldn't leave them in your home you would lock your door and you'd leave right so but when it comes to allowing people access to our lives we struggle a little bit we struggle because of sometimes language that we hear and sometimes how the word of god is twisted to suit somebody else's agenda And so we want to unravel that a little bit, unpack that a little bit rather, and to help you to understand how it's not supposed to use to harm you, supposed to set you free, right? Um, So we're going to do that over the course of this week. So join me this week on the stories that shape us so we can unpack this verse. What does it mean? And should I expose? How can I forgive somebody? but not allow them to expose myself to be continually hurt by them over and over again. So I hope you'll join me. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That that Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.